Blog Talk Radio. Can you feel it? Make me, make me, make me feel the radio. Hello, hello, hello out there in radio land. This is your host tonight and every Sunday night. You are on the air, Make Me Feel It Radio, and this is your host, Stacy. How y'all doing today? It is a great Sunday for all my Christians out there. Tonight is Palm Sunday, or today is Palm Sunday. So I hope you went to church, you got your good praise on, got yourself some palms to help you uh, celebrate throughout the year. So we want to thank the creator for giving us one more day to see a beautiful weather, nice and shining out today. No rain, so I'm happy about that. Today, 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 we have, um, his name is Keith. We're going to be talking about investing 101, because if you are like me, there is no investment, there is no savings. I'm flying by the seat of my pants. If something happened, I'm looking at my husband like, all right, so, like, I need some money, right? And he looking at me like, I keep telling you to save, and then that's an argument. So I got somebody that's going to come on the show and give us just the basics. Just, I just need the basics of where to start, how to start, what does a yield mean, what did, like, I need the basics, like, break it down like kindergarten, like basics. So we're going to be getting your mind right tonight. We're going to get your money right tonight. So hopefully we're going to have some fun. We're going to chop it up. I have some news to share with you tonight. Mm-mm-mm. It's good. It's bad. It's a little bit of both, but it's in and of itself. So it's not really bad news, but it's good news, too. I'll tell you about that later. So we want to jump right into the show tonight because we are not going to have a long show tonight. We have a one-hour show, and that might be cut short because, as you can hear in the background, I'm frying chicken. It's Sunday. I'm trying to get my eat on. I made some chicken, fried chicken, string beans, some sweet potatoes, you know, getting ready to chop it up. So we're going to talk. And if y'all listen to me on a regular, y'all know I do not have a phone. This is not your mama's talk show. No, it's not. This is 2017. This is Stacy Ferguson's talk show, and it's called Make Me Feel It. And I come on here every Sunday, and I hope you feel what I'm saying. Because you know I got a good heart. You know I'm going to chop it up with you. You know I'm going to get y'all some things, put it out in the universe. Hopefully it'll come into fruition. Hopefully you can get some personal development going on, help improve yourself, see things in a different light, get your pockets right tonight. We're going to get your pockets right tonight. So chop it up with me. Call somebody that call somebody and call somebody else and tell them they need to tune into the show because we're going to be talking about investing. We have to prepare for the future. And I'm only preaching this because I'm not prepared. So that's why I got somebody to come on the show to preach to me so that I can preach to y'all. All right. So without Further ado, our special guest for tonight is Mr. Keith. And Mr. Keith, Hello. before you start talking, I'm gonna give you a proper hello to the show. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you can see okay. me in the background, that was me doing Arsenio Hall pumping my fist in the air. I got you. 
Welcome to the show, Mr. Keith. How are you this good Sunday morning, afternoon, I'm night, evening? Well. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm doing real good, just relaxing a little bit, hoping I can share a little bit of information with people. Oh, good to hear, good to hear. All right, so tell us a little bit about yourself without giving us too much because I got a thousand questions, and we're going to try to be um, respectful of your time. I don't want to hold you too long, um, but just give us a little background. Just tell us how you got started investing. Uh, Well, a little bit about me, Keith Barney. I'm just kind of an average guy. I work full-time for a tech company. I do IT work, um, do all the small business. And uh, so I've stayed pretty busy, but I'm pretty much an average guy. Um, began investing shortly after high school, actually. Uh, I attended Baltimore City College here in Baltimore. And, my uh, old alma mater. That's right. That's right. City forever. You know it. That's right. So we we decided uh, that we wanted to – we were always interested in making money. That was the, the initial and in the beginning, it was more how can we make a quick buck? Um, so we were like, well, we can invest in stocks, and if we invest in the, the right one, you know, we can catch it when it's on the rise, and we can make a quick dollar. So that's that's how we began thinking about it. Uh, so we started with a, a small investment club. Uh, it was maybe about four or five of us, and that was actually like our first attempt at doing investment. We went downtown uh the three principals that we opened up account at, uh, I forget the guy's name. It was a black uh, brokerage at the time downtown. And we opened up a brokerage account. And, you know, that, that went along pretty well okay. But after a while, you know, we were young. Nobody really had uh, steady jobs or anything like that. So that, the investment club didn't last too long. But what it did is spark something, in, well, actually in all the members, but me as well, that there was some money to be made in the stock market, but we, speak, but what we learned most of all that when you're doing investment, you want to look more to the long term than short term, mm-hmm. and that's the first thing you want to understand about when you, you when you're doing any investment. It, you can make short term gains, short term gains, but mm-hmm. you want to look more to the long term uh, when you're investing. Um, more most people are investing for their retirement. And at this point, I don't know how how old your average listeners are. I'm in my early 40s, and really, when you hit get about this age, you start thinking a whole 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 lot. You should be thinking about it right. a lot earlier, but by this mm-hmm. age, it really kind of set home. Like, whoa, I need to really get on top of this. Okay, so now I may have ADD for adults that really ain't been diagnosed, like self-diagnosis. <laughs> so. <laughs> For the people who are kind of slow on catching on to the whole investment ordeal, Mm -hmm. where do I begin? Like, what should be, for someone who has no idea, what should be my very first step? Well, I don't want to sound cliche, but if you have no idea at all, the first thing you need to do is Google. Just sit down on the Internet and take just – to understand what if you don't know what a stock is or uh, the different investment uh, vehicles, mutual funds, stocks, 
IRAs. Just go on uh, or look up the definition. Of no, those. I don't want to do that, Keith. That's why I got you on the show to tell me I am lazy. I, so I, I, can, certainly, right. I can certainly tell you. Well, of course, all right. stock, Break it down a, for us. Okay. A stock is uh, a, 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 a unit or a share of a company that you can buy ownership with. And companies issue X amount of stocks, and they are valued based on the value of the company. Um, so that, that you can buy individual stocks in a company. You can invest in mutual funds, which are funds that are uh, a collection of stocks that a fund manager manages. Mutual funds tend to be a little less risky because instead of counting on uh, the, the performance of one company, their ups and downs, you may have a collection of anywhere from 10 to hundreds of companies in this portfolio so some may be up, some may down. So they tend to be a little bit more stable. Okay, that um, makes sense. I get that. Those are the two major types. Of course, you can invest in bonds, and bonds are just government issued uh, treasury, um, uh, like treasury notes. Um, mm-hmm. I would say for the beginning investor, I would stick closer to stocks. And mutual funds, bonds can get really interesting, you know, uh, and they can be a little bit more involved. That's something that you kind of evolve to. Um, so I got a funny story to tell you. I'm going to cut you off, uh-huh. and I apologize, but we're going to get no right problem. back to it. So when I was That's younger, cool. my mother used to work for Social Security, right? Uh-huh. So she used to get bonds in my name, mm-hmm. and they would come to the house, and it would be an envelope, Social Security, bond, something, Stacey Ferguson. I mean, well, it was right. Stacey Cornick then. So right. I saw it one day, and I was like, hey, I got mail. It's a bond. I don't really know what that is. Let me tuck it in my drawer. I'll do some research now. I was younger, meaning like in middle school. I am 40 mm-hmm. right now. So this okay. was years ago. So I, I forget all about it. Some months later, I was like, did you see something that came to the house that said a bond and it had your name in it? I was like, yeah, it's in my drawer. What you mean with it? She was like, hey, girl, I've been looking all over the place to cash that bond and I need some money. I'm like, wait a minute. If it got my name on it, what you doing cashing it in, lady? So that was my first <laughs> encounter with have been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah, bond. Now, well, all of these all of these vehicles have been around since, I mean, you're talking early, early on in, in the United States history when the stock market and all began. But uh, bonds, yeah, you can, a lot of government bonds, and they're just treasury notes. And what they are, they'll, you'll buy them at a certain value. And if you hold them for a certain amount of time, uh, you can cash them in for a matured value. So uh, you may buy it at X amount of dollars. And then if you hold it for the full term, it'll usually increase in value, and they're just government-secured, okay. uh, like, treasury notes. Uh, you also have other vehicles. Many people are familiar with them with, through their jobs. They're 401Ks. That's an investment mm-hmm. vehicle. And really, your 401K, what they do, they have a, a manager, some company, uh, some big mm-hmm. brokerage for most companies runs the uh, 401K program, and all they do is sort of like a mutual fund. You can invest within your uh, within your uh, 401k, you can invest in mutual funds or individual stocks, and they will kind of give you, most companies will kind of give you like a rough overview, say, well, if you're on the younger side, you can afford to take more risk, so your portfolio uh-huh. may be more heavier, 
more heavy in uh, individual stocks as opposed to mutual funds. Um, you know, and then as you get older, it, you may shift to more mutual funds, more balanced, because you're you're getting closer to retirement age, so you don't you can't tolerate as much risk. And then once you retire, then there's a whole other setup of uh, you know between because then you want more of growth and in income at that point once you retire. Okay, so now the next question is: When I see yield, what does that mean? Well, it could be a couple of things. Um, you, you, the yield um, on the stock is generally what dividends it, it, it produces. Uh, some companies uh, uh, pay dividends quarterly. Um, quick little story, I used to work at Staples. And I, when mm-hmm. I was younger, you know, just out of college or about college age, and they offered a stock program where they would take, you know, a few pennies out of my check each uh, time and buy stocks staple stocks. And mm-hmm. once I left the job, you know, I would normally have them just reinvest that. I would tell them to take the dividends. So if it's mm-hmm. a company that pays dividends, they'll say, okay, on well, each share that you own, we'll pay you out five or 10 cents or whatever it is for oh, wow. each individual is different for different companies. And what okay. they'll do each quarter, most people will just reinvest that, you know, instead of, you know, especially, you know, then I didn't have many shares. So, it was it only amounted mm-hmm. to about maybe three to five dollars that it would be. So okay. I would say just keep that and buy more shares with that. Well, when I left mm-hmm. the company, they started sending me a check. So it's like now to this day, I get like a five dollar check from Staples, like every pretty cool every quarter, you know. And it's just because mm-hmm. I never bought any more shares, but those shares that I bought some maybe twenty years ago, <laughs> I still get a five dollar check just because I'm no longer yeah. reinvesting them. So they just send me that check directly um, where, you know, most people say $5, just put it back in there. But because I wasn't mm-hmm. in the program any longer, they just send me a check. So that's usually what, they, when, what they're talking about when you talk about the yield is, is, this, is these, are these stocks that I own going to yield any income or is it going to produce any okay. dividends? And like they say, okay. most people, when you're investing, they, most people will advise you that, uh, especially – if you're getting, you know, you're just starting out and you don't have a large portfolio or you don't have a large mm-hmm. number of shares, it's best just to take that little couple dollars and reinvest it as opposed to getting a check, which then opens you up to maybe being taxed on it or, you know, some right. of that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Now, when I see, um, I look, I get a couple emails here and there, um, the Motley Fool, and it's about investing, and I never fully read all of it. Just, I don't know, because I'm crazy. But um, penny stocks, are they a good idea, and do you really only need a penny to get started, or do the stocks, they start off at a penny, but you can invest as much as you want? You can invest as much as you want. They do start off a penny, but most of them aren't a penny. Uh, generally, when they talk about penny stocks, they talk about uh, usually stocks that trade under a dollar um, are usually okay. pe- penny stocks. Now, penny stocks, I, I, I will say they, it's kind of good and bad with them. With penny stocks, because they're, they're generally to be generally a smaller, more underfunded companies, they, their, their prices can be very volatile. It can go okay. up and down. They kind of swing mm-hmm. a lot greater than mm-hmm. a more stable stock. So there is a greater mm-hmm. risk in dealing with a penny stock. 
Um, one of the other downfalls of penny stocks, depending on uh, the volume of trade, sometimes you may have shares that you may have to hold a little longer than you would like just because the, it okay. doesn't get a certain volume of trade on that stock. Uh, now, the good things about them are if you, get some, if you can uh, come across some good companies, they can be profitable because most there's a lot of stocks that start under a dollar and as they grow, like right now, a lot of the uh, a lot of buy penny stocks now. Most of the penny stocks that I buy are in the marijuana uh, sector because most right. of these companies are just starting to get uh-huh. get it get going, and they ha- they haven't been fully funded because there's still a lot of uncertainty uh-huh. because it has to get legalized state by state. But there's a right. lot of industries that are building around that the whole marijuana legalization. You know, people automatically think about, um, you know, they think about, um, you think you, you need people to, for building supplies because they have to have warehouses mm-hmm. for this, uh, mm-hmm. to store these things. Uh, there's certain companies that do real estate that cater to the uh, mm-hmm. marijuana industry. Um, you have uh, okay. financial services because it's not fully legal many of the banks won't deal with these companies. So you have these other financial service companies that are popping up that are geared towards helping you fund some of these marijuana businesses. And a lot of those type of stocks are in penny status right now. So they're good to, um, they're good stocks to, uh, to take a look at. So it's good and bad with them. They're smaller companies, but they can be more volatile um, because it's generally not as much volume trading with those companies as it is a, a more expensive stock or a more expensive company. Okay. See, I mean, this you are teaching me a whole lot that I didn't know. Now, <laughs> when people tell you to invest in the things that you buy on a regular or the things that mm-hmm. you have a passion for, like, what does that mean? How do I, what do I even do to get started? Like, is there a website? Do I go to stockmarket.com? Do I go to the website for the whoever I want to invest in? Like, how do I, what is my first route? Okay. I'm break this up to two parts. The first part is people say invest in things that you like or use because if you do, you have a cup. If you use a product all the time or if you use a service all the time, you have a good understanding of your experience dealing with that company. You can get a better gauge of their business practices, how stable the company is, what's your experience as a customer of the company. So, you know, you you understand the industry a little bit better. If you don't know, Mm -hmm. that's like if you're placing a bet um, and let's say you're an IT person, and you you have to either bet on something on Microsoft or uh, let's just say uh, Maybelline Cosmetics. You probably want to go with right. Microsoft just because you're a little bit more knowledgeable about that industry. Okay. You know kind of the ebbs and flows. You're familiar with it. So that's the main reason. Okay. Um, okay. Now how you get how you get started is it's a lot of sites now. It's a lot easier now than it was when we began because. It, the internet was kind of just taken off um, mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. on when we started fresh out of college uh, or, or fresh out of high school, really. And so we had to actually go downtown, meet with a broker, and, you know, it was a real convoluted process. 
nowadays there's so many uh, places online you can go. One just, and I'll go through a couple of them. But a good place to look is a place a uh, website called Nerd Wallet. And okay. what they they have a couple articles on there that'll go through and list kind of comparing different investment uh online investment brokers. Um it'll list mm-hmm. their fees and and um their different terms if there's any type of minimums or anything. Now, when we were starting, we came across this wonderful company and I tell and I preach this company and I tell everybody about this company. And the company was called Share Builder. And when we first started mm-hmm. It's now a Capital One product. Capital One ended up buying them out some few years ago, but the program is exactly the same. Nothing's changed. Now, what I like about ShareBuilder is, uh, well, number one is just a site that's really has is really packed with a lot of information. Uh, you can mm-hmm. research your stocks on the uh, page. Uh, you can get news about companies. You can set up alerts. So if you want to watch the performance of a company for a little bit. But the beautiful mm-hmm. thing about uh, ShareBuilder or Capital One, which it is now, um, they allow you to to invest in a what they call it a a, a, a time cost um, uh, manner. And what that means is basically they have a program where you can set up anything from two, five, ten dollars. Let's just say ten dollars a month, and mm-hmm. you can choose what stocks you want to invest in and what day of the mm. month you want that money to be pulled from your account. So let's say you say okay. the fourth Tuesday of every month, I want share builder to take $10 out of my account and I want you to invest in, you know, Staples, uh, Comcast mm-hmm. and Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. That, it, it'll, it'll, it'll come out automatically. It'll place the order for you. It'll buy the shares. But the great thing about it is, if you look at like a share of Microsoft, a share of Microsoft now may cost you a hundred some dollars. I'm not sure what their prices are at the moment, but mm-hmm. what this program allows you to do, if you wanted to invest in Microsoft, it will allow will allow you to uh, purchase a portion of a share and let it accumulate to share. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. right, so your ten dollars, you might buy ten dollars worth of Microsoft stock. Now, it might take you at $10. It might take you 10 months to get right. a full share, but it allows you to get in the game and start doing some investment. And to be That's honest with you if, you, if you do that and you put it kind of on autopilot, just say, I'm going to make sure that each month I'm going to have this 10 or $20, you'd be surprised mm-hmm. how quickly it adds up over the year. You almost forget about it. Um mm-hmm. Now, now, Capital One is a free. It's free to sign up. It's absolutely mm-hmm. no charge. It connects to your bank account, so you can transfer money electronically. You don't have to send checks mm-hmm. and do all of that kind of thing. And they also, you can invest in mutual funds. You can invest in direct stocks, and you can also uh, do um, alternative to four hundred one k's like IRA programs. And I, I okay. actually had to. I actually had to do that for. My last employer, because they believe it or not, they didn't have a 401k program, and I was mm. there for. Uh, I said, well, I didn't. I still wanted to save some and keep working towards that, so I opened that uh-huh. IRA. And and you'd be surprised that you, you think maybe t- you said ten, twenty dollars. That's just, uh-huh. it takes forever, but what happens is over time, it it really does add up because you kind of forget that it's happening 
and you don't pay attention mm-hmm. to it, and then you look and say, oh, yeah, I have a few bucks. Good now, idea. of course, if you could do more than that, you know, right. but you don't want to. I tell people you don't want to invest and make mm-hmm. yourself, how can I put this, because there's a fine line. You don't want to invest and make yourself uncomfortable because you're not going to right. maintain it that way. You know, because right. if you're investing and you're taking money from a bill you need and that's making you have to juggle, mm-hmm. the investment going to end real soon. So start right. off something easy, something that you're not even really you know, going to miss. Like, you know, $10, you might, might you know, spend that at Seven Eleven once a week, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So start with something small that you're not really going to miss. And then it'll give you something to play with, and you can mm-hmm. kind of see what stocks are moving. You do a little research, you know, just mm-hmm. reading through your companies. Because however you look at it, you're going to have to do some research once you get in, right? Just to get right. a feel for well, you know, this company, or you might have an idea like, you know, they're doing a whole lot of fiber optic. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. go broadband, so you might right. look at a few a few companies that do that kind of work and see what their performance has been and read some of the news and some of the projections and that kind of thing. You answered two of my next questions and your last question, because my next okay. question was going to be like, what is a reasonable amount to invest starting out? And you answered that by saying basically it kind of depends on what you can afford. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I tell people all the time that, don't let you. Don't try to. Don't try to say I have to get to this level before I do something because you'll always find a reason not to do it. Right. But just mm-hmm. say okay, I can I can afford ten dollars a month. So let me just do this ten dollars, and then what what happened with me was I started doing a few things and making a few investments, and then you might see your stocks going up a little bit, and you'd be like, you know what, man, it's really nice if I did twenty dollars instead of ten. Mm-hmm. So it kind of motivates you a little bit after you see it going a while, or it might not be going so well for a while. And I tell people don't get discouraged because over the history of the stock market, it has always risen. Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. dips down sometimes and rises back up, but over the long term, it's been a steady rise. So you might see a little okay. downturn. Don't get, don't panic. You know, when it's going down, there's no time to take your money out anyway because then you're taking a loss. So you want to just go ahead and let it ride out and and and, and take it slow. That's all. I, that's that's the best advice to do. And long as you're saving something uh, each month, you you already started in the right direction. Okay. So now the next question is, what kind um, what type of investments are available to like average people? Like, what what should we be looking towards? Should we look we be looking towards the future? Like you said in broadband, I went to school a short time um, for IT, um, so mm-hmm. I know that we're kind of breaking ground in so many innovative things that are coming forward in the future, and they really mm-hmm. they actually have like cars that they are trying to make like fly. So yeah. what what kind of investments do the average person that knows nothing about stocks like? What should we be kind of looking at? I w- you want to look you want to look to emerging technologies, um, mm-hmm. less like like uh, or or new business models like when when Lyft and Uber first came out, they were great. Their mm-hmm. stock shot up because it was something new, 
it was something different, and it was a different business model that was already out there in the marketplace. Um, again, I hate to go back to the old cliche: start with things that you know. No, no. Uh, if you if you have a interest in 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 uh, if you have a uh, let's just say an interest in landscaping, and maybe you you already into that into gardening, and you get gardening magazines, and you see a company that's coming out with this new piece of equipment mm-hmm. that's going to change the game. That may be a company mm-hmm. you want to look to see if they're traded publicly. Um, you want to look, if, you, if you're looking for something with stability, you want to look to things that people are always going to have to do. Companies that sell consumables tend to do a little better as well because, you know, what they sell is consumed, so people always have to come back and get more. Uh, and that's why, okay. you know, big companies like General Mills and people that make toothpaste and deodorant and stuff like that, they all, their stocks are usually pretty, pretty stable because mm-hmm. it's, it's a steady market. You, you know you're gonna, um, you know you're gonna need those uh, those items. So again, start with what you know. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you have a hobby and, and, and there's new equipment or some innovation in the hobby or some company that's up and coming um, or getting a larger share of the market in in, in, in that. Um, Industry, you may look to that, uh-huh. or like I said, if you uh, do uh, looking around and say, okay, well, you know, uh, people, um, you know, Verizon is laying a whole lot of fiber optic with their files, and then uh-huh. they're talking about doing a lot more because the, their goal is for everyone to have broadband internet. So you might want to look to the fiber optic manufacturer, the people that actually make the fiber optic, because it's going to be in greater demand. So you have to okay. kind of do a little bit of reading. You have to be a little bit observant of, you know, what's going on in, in, in kind of business trends, but you don't have to be a student of it to to go. And then I, what I say is take something and try it. Just, just buy a few shares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, take 10 bucks, mm-hmm. 15 bucks, buy a few shares, and then that will give you a reason to, to kind of keep tabs on the company. And you'll start reading little things in the news about that company. You kind of apply it. Other stocks that you may be interested to interested in. Okay, and for just starting. Okay, wait a minute. So before I even go to my next question, we're going mm-hmm. to take a commercial break because you know we got to pay the bills, and I always forget to pay that. the bills and get fussed at later. So we're going to take a short, 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 like two minutes. Okay. We're going to take a break. We're going to pay some bills, and then we are going to come right back. Sound like a plan. Well, we are going to take a break as soon as the um, switchboard, the um, engineering board work with me. Because <laughs> you know with technology, there's always something that's going to keep mm. you from doing <laughs> what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> So why, okay, we just gonna keep talking until I um figure out why we're not playing a break right now. Okay. <clears throat> now, creating a portfolio. Just starting out, and you know I'm only talking to the people that's just starting out because that's me. <clears throat> <laughs> what should be in my portfolio? Like, how many stocks should I start off with? I guess is the question. Or should I have like? 
I know it says be diverse, so should I know one should be like counteractive to the other one, meaning one should be like slow, one should be fast, or whatever yeah. the terminology. What I would say is to start off, I would start with investing in a mutual fund as opposed to an individual stock. Uh, okay. Because just a mutual fund, by definition, will be a lot more stable, and it'll give you the diversity that you want in your portfolio. So you, they, okay. I mean, they have tons of different ones, and they'll give you what they call valuations on the, the mutual funds, how much money is in the fund, how much trading they do. They'll give you all of that information in the perspective. But basically, you know, you have tech mutual funds, you have different mutual funds for different sectors, like the manufacturing sector or the, the medical mm-hmm. sector. But what you can do is if you buy shares in a mutual fund, those funds are, are comprised of a bunch of individual stocks that has a professional fund manager that manages buying and selling these stocks with the purpose of making the mutual funds shareholders money. So instead okay. of starting off with, uh, buying like a stock in an individual company, I would buy a, some st- start buying stock in a mutual fund because that'll instantly give you that diversity that you want. And then as you you know kind of get your feet wet with the mutual fund, you'll you can start looking into and reading up a little bit on other companies that you may want to invest in, or you may see a company within your uh, mutual fund that's performing really well and you may want to invest in them directly as well as through the mutual fund. So I, that, that would be, my I think, my best answer is to just start with, with mutual funds first because that will give you the uh, that diversity, um, you know, right out the gate um, with your investment, whereas though if you choose an individual stock, you may have to, you know, to really diversify, you would have to buy stock in, 10 or 15 different companies. Uh, and with, okay. with this mutual fund, you just buy shares in that mutual fund, and that fund invests in maybe hundreds of different companies. And you have a professional person that's running that fund and with the purpose of making money or making the mm. shareholders money. Yeah, so mutual okay. funds yeah, are always a lot more stable you know, because of their diversity. That's what gives them their stability because they, uh, you know, they invest in so many different companies that the chances are that all of them be, are, aren't going to be down at the same time. Okay. Good advice. <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. All right, so since we can't go to a commercial break because I don't know what's going on, but engineering board, we're just going to keep it going. How good mm-hmm. are you on time? Because I always want to be respectful of your time. Tell me about how many uh, minutes I got left to chop it up with you. Oh, I'm good. We can go another 15 minutes or so. That works for me. All right, so I'm going to interrupt um, for a second because we actually have someone who has a question. So we're going to take a question, and then we'll be continuing with the show. All right. Caller with the last four digits, 3814. Welcome to Make Me Feel It Radio. This is your host, Stacey. Do you have a question for us tonight? Oh, hey, Stacey. Hey, how you doing? Good. Yes, ma'am. My question is, let me go back to what you just stated. So to start out, you need to start out with a mutual fund because you can go broad with that, right? 
Correct. And then as you see your money or you see what company that's, um, I guess, making the money or profiting more, then you can, I guess, opt out and direct your, your funds to a um, – I'm just going to say McDonald's. I can direct my money what? to that McDonald's. Is that what you're saying? Basically, one one small thing though. Generally, you can continue to buy your, your the funds in your mutual fund. I wouldn't stop that. You can continue buying the mutual fund and just buy individual stocks as well. You don't have to. They're not they're not exclusive. So if you're buying your mutual fund and you look and say, okay, this investment is going well. I'm rolling along pretty good. I'm looking to do invest a little bit more, or I have a couple more dollars that I want to invest. And you want a company, you want to do an individual stock, then you can maybe look in your mutual fund, the list of companies there, and say, okay, well, let me see if one of these guys are performing well, or if they have like a, a new product or something that you think is going to give them a boost in the market, then you may make a play. It's kind of, it's almost kind of, it's, a, it's investing, but when you're when you're investing in these companies, you're almost kind of like gambling, almost like you're gambling a little bit because you're saying, oh. okay, I have. I'm, I, I believe that this company is going to do well over a certain period of time, and I think if I put X amount of money, that it can make me some money by investing in them. So, but it's no guarantee the company could, you know, something catastrophic could happen tomorrow and the company folds, you know. Oh, okay. um, but I would say don't stop your mutual fund um, because that's a nice base. That's okay. something that is is is, is generally solid. It doesn't do a whole lot of volatile moves up and down. That's kind of mm-hmm. like a base. And then as you look to individual stocks, you would do that in addition to as opposed to stopping the mutual fund and then starting into individual stocks. Okay. One more question. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I work for a hospital, but, you know, you have your 401K with your, you know, with your um, company that you work for. Now, uh-huh. I also think with a couple of banks, I'm going to say M&T, that's my um, primary bank. Okay. Um, now, they always, you know, send in something. Um, it'll say something like um, plan for your future, for your retirement. Would that be a good investment to make to move? I'm, I'm going to keep, I'm always keep what I have at my job. But right. to um, open up something else with a bank as far as Absolutely. the IRA or 401K with them? It can certainly help. As much as you can save, and that's really what you're trying to do, save, and you, you, the, the main thing is saving some money. But by right. investing, you're trying to increase your return on your savings as opposed to just putting it in a savings account. So if you have extra money or a few extra dollars that you can squeeze out to put in an IRA, in an account, that it, that's perfect. That's great okay. uh, because, uh, that, of course, if nothing more, you're saving more money each month. Now, what you want to look for with some of the bike products, um, you want to look at if there's any type of minimums that they have. Um, right. And, um, you know, if, uh, if, if there's a, a certain amount that you have to put in monthly or that kind of thing, because sometimes that can price you out of that, that product. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. So some, sometimes that can price you out, because I've had a couple bikes send me some things, and it's like, you know, I, I don't have $10,000 just to sit there, you know, <laughs> to leave there for you to put in your account, you know. So just read the, the – when they send that information, they'll send you uh, – they should tell you, you what, what the minimum amount of the investment is. 
Some of them might be zero. The minimum might, some of them might be $1,000. Some of them might be $10,000. It depends. They have different levels and different products uh, depending on the bank and even within the same bank. So if it's something that you can afford and and, and you're comfortable with the minimums and all, as much as you can save, the better. And, um, you know, even if you were listening earlier, I was talking about um, share builder account through Capital One. They, um, I, the reason I chose their IRA because they didn't have any minimums. Um, so they have IRA programs and all. So some of them is basically if you can yeah, meet I the minimum requirement. Yeah, I need to get some one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off because I got That's your okay. credit card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, this company actually was owned, they were their own company, and mm-hmm. Capital One went, I think they bought them out maybe maybe six or seven years ago, but they kept the program intact. So it is a pretty good program that allows you to start investing without uh, dealing with those minimums that we were talking about. There's no minimum okay. amount you have to, to get started with them. So with Capital One, that would be an IRA as well, right? It would be an IRA through their share builder account. And with that share builder account, you can also buy mutual funds and stocks as well. But IRAs is just one of the products that they offer you, and okay. and what and usually if you even go to your jobs four hundred one k, if you ever log in and look at that, it, there's probably a part on there where you can adjust whether you want to invest more aggressively or mm-hmm, right, more right. safely, right? And what that is, the only difference is if you're doing being more aggressive, they're going to invest more in individual stocks because they have the most opportunity to, to have the most gain, but they also have the most risk. So when, you, when you're a little younger, they say you could be a little bit more risky because you have more time. And as you get a little older, you kind of get a little safer with it because you want stability more so as shooting for the fences. Uh, you want, you want right. to kind of be more stable. So you can take a look at that, and you can change that. Um, that's, that's something that doesn't have to stay um, set once you set it. Some people change right. it a couple times a year. You right. know, um, yeah. so you, you can look into that as well through your four hundred one k. What is it? I don't know the term they use. I know. I'm. I'm I, Wait a minute. Is this my show or is this your show, Miss? <laughs> I mean, you're asking the wrong question. I gotta get on it. No, go what ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Excuse me at the end. Just leave your name and number. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Ask your question because I'm learning okay, too. I'm learning too. Go ahead. Last question, real quick. Um, it's something that they have on there where it's, it's something like it's not like a mortgage, mortgage, but you know how they have it with um, where it say it's fixed. So what you put in basically is what you will accrue, and then the um, yeah. like if I put in a, a hundred, right? And then uh-huh. I guess over the, to my understanding of it is over the time it'll um, accrue its own interest. So that's not right. too risky. Right. So what, now, the, the, those are, you, you have a couple things that you can do that with. Well, you, they have what they call money market accounts. Money market mm-hmm. accounts are like savings accounts, but they generally offer a little bit higher, not a whole lot uh, more, but a little bit higher than the average savings account. Um, okay. Then you also have uh, CDs or certificates of deposit. Now, they are fixed um a, a, a fixed rate of return, but you have to leave it in there a certain amount of time. So let's just say you bought a a, 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 a CD for a 
$1,000. And they may mm-hmm. say, well, this CD will be worth uh, $1,700 when you cash it in, but you got to leave it with us for two years before you can cash okay. it in. So okay. you have those type of things, too. That, that may be something that sounds kind of familiar to what you were saying. Okay. I'm I'm sorry that I'm getting on the floor. I'll no, you're absolutely you're absolutely fine. You're absolutely fine. If you have some more questions, please feel free. No, I just wanted to get those in to be sure. I want to say something about the CDs, but I'll just listen. I, those were the main questions I had. Well, I'm thank glad you, you called thank in. You, thank you so much for listening, and thank you for asking oh, your questions you. because they were very helpful, and I appreciate it. Thank you for having them on. All right, so Keith, yeah, is there anything before we go that you that either I forgot to ask you or that you absolutely wanted to say that I didn't touch on that we need to know? Uh, well, you pretty much covered everything, but I'll leave people with a couple little things. Just keep in mind that when you're doing investing, for most people, you want to look to the long term. If you invest stock money in a uh, in a stock a company stock. If you're looking at that stock price every day, it's going to drive you crazy. Invest your money mm-hmm. and then just understand that over the life of the the uh, stock market that it has risen an average of 7%. So you want to look to – you really want to invest for the future. Um, also, just get started. Uh, don't be afraid. Just just put it mm-hmm. like this. It, it, just say, okay, I got $20. I'm going to take this month, and I'm just going to get started. And mm-hmm. what will happen, once you do it, it will force you to take a little bit more interest or even read mm-hmm. a little bit more to, to understand because then you have something at stake. Um, look for, when you first start, look for brokerage accounts that are free. You don't want nothing that has a whole bunch of fees or a whole bunch of minimums because, like I said, you want to make this, try to make it fun, make it interesting, mm-hmm. and you don't want it to be mm-hmm. a burden because if it becomes a burden and you're starting to feel you're like it's a bill, yeah. you're not going to do it. You're not going to do yep. it. And um, I think that's it, man. Just get started. Give it a shot. Um, nobody's, nobody is no set formula to this thing. Um, it, it, you know, so, you know, jump in there, get you a free free brokerage account and throw, you, throw a little money in there and, and, and mm-hmm. go for it. And if anyone has questions and they would like to contact you, are you available for questions? I am available for questions. Um, so how I'm can people the best, get in contact with you? Uh, the best uh, place to get in contact with me. And let me, me tell you, don't probably, give out your phone number because you know how um, this the internet. <laughs> you don't know who that's listens. That's why I was thinking. I was thinking about what <laughs> email, email would be address. Best. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give you uh, webmasterkb at outlook.com, and I'll spell that out because – Again, that's my my full-time job. I'm an IT guy. I build websites and all, so that's where the webmaster comes in. But it's W-E-B-M-A-S-T-E-R-K-B at Outlook.com. And if you have any questions there, they'll come directly to me. All right, all right. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being on the show and at least giving us – a view into the front door. So now yeah, we have some yeah. options. Now, you know, our light bulbs might be going off. Something might be clicking like, okay, it's not as difficult as I thought it would be. Let me just step out there and see what it did. Yeah, it's, it's really not. It's really, like I said, I'm I'm really basic. 
I'm um, in no way like the, the, the end-all authority on this. It's still some things that I'm learning, but if you just jump in and and give it a shot, you'll be surprised how that will motivate you to learn more and, mm-hmm. and, how, mm-hmm. and how, you, how easy it, it really is to get going and, and get comfortable with, you know, saving. And, and, and then you're also doing a good thing because, you know, we all getting a little older, so it's going to be a come a day where we have to retire. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have to retire yeah. and change your entire lifestyle because you no longer have that same income. So you want to start right. thinking ahead. That's the main thing. Absolutely, absolutely. So we have approximately 12 minutes left on the show. So mm-hmm. this is the time where we're going to chop it up, and I have an announcement to make. So if you would mind, feel free to stay with me for my last 12 minutes and tell me what you think. Okay, will do. So this is my big announcement, everyone out there. It has come to the time. I wish I had some violin music to play in the background so I could make this real dramatic. But hey, since we don't, there has come to a it has come to a time where Make Me Feel It Radio is going to step out on faith and on some things, some seeds that I have planted, and hopefully they will come into fruition. So at the end of this month. This will be my last show on Blog Talk Radio. But I am starting to do a monthly live talk show, and we have a new studio home, which we will allow 25 people per month. It's going to be once a month to come out, sit in the audience, and watch the show live. We will still do it the same way we do the Sunday show where I'll be the host. We'll have a special guest, and we will have a theme or a topic. The first live show is going to be May the 19th. It's a Friday night. It's from 9 to 11. So if you are interested, the seats are limited. You have to email me to be put on a list. My email address is Stacy S-T-A-C-Y-L-L. Ferguson seven seven at gmail dot com. That's Stacy S T A C Y L Ferguson F E R G U S O N seven seven at gmail dot com. If you would like to participate in the studio audience, please send me an email. You'll get put on the list. We're going to have twenty five people. Now, here comes the da 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 da. Here comes the part. <laughs> so the theme for the first show. We talking about sex. Okay. As a previous employer at the well known fifteen fifteen West North Avenue, <laughs> there are a lot of things that I was not aware of before I started working there. And once you work there and you are actually talking about Vaginas and penises all day long There are a lot of things that I feel like as a community We are not aware of Because we are not privy to certain information Because either we don't read enough Or we don't go to all the conferences that they have That they talk about different things So we will be talking about everything pertaining to sex We will have a GYN there 
who will be able to answer any questions. And we're going to kind of talk about some things. Now, if you have questions that you want answered on air, you can like my YouTube page or you can subscribe to my YouTube page. I forgot that's not Facebook, but you can subscribe to my YouTube page because it will air live on YouTube. My YouTube pages make me feel at radio or Stacey L. Ferguson. Um, and we will ask your question. You will remain anonymous. Um, ask your question. Send it to my email address. I'll read it over the air. We'll answer it on YouTube. Um, so the question is, who would come? And that's what I had to ask myself. I want this to be so, okay, we also do plays. Just to give you a little background, I um co I host a play in which there's an actor, and we're trying to change the game for the nightlife in Baltimore City. There is not a lot to do in Baltimore City for the working class adult. So I'm not going to pay $20 to get into a club to buy $20 drinks to stand around and look at people. I ain't got that kind of time. If I'm going to get a babysitter for my rugrats, I need it to be well worth it. I don't want to fight. I don't want people to be mean to me. I don't want to be standing in a crowd with a whole bunch of girls looking at other girls to see what they got on. Ain't nobody got time for that. I want to be able to go somewhere, be relaxed, have fun, enjoy myself, and actually socialize with other like-minded adults. So that's the vibe we're trying to create for Baltimore. So what do you think? What do you think, Keith? Would you subscribe to this? Yeah, yeah, that, that it sounds interesting, especially um, being able to. Uh, if you say you say you do plays and different things, so that is mm-hmm. as you, like mm-hmm. you said, it's not a whole lot to do if you're not into the club scene, and it's not a lot to do around the city. So yeah, I think that would be a good idea, um, as long as you keep the topics hot and 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 and, and, yeah. and keep interested people on the panel. I don't think you have a problem. So that is my mission. So that is my announcement for tonight. At the end of this month, there will be no Make Me Feel It radio that airs on Blog Talk Radio on Sunday nights. But once a month, you will be invited to all come out and join in a live studio talk show. The first one is May the 19th. Send me an email, StacyLFerguson77 at gmail.com if you want to be put on the list. We only have 25 slots available, so please, 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 if you are interested, please send me an email, and it's first come, first serve. There will be vendors there, and the vendors will be selling sex toys. <laughs> we talking about sex. Uh-oh. Why wouldn't we have somebody there to sell you sex toys? Absolutely. We all don't. Absolutely. So we're going to talk. And if you know me and if you know my show, this is not going to be a boring talk show. When I say we're talking about sex, we are talking about everything sex. <laughs> so don't be scared. We want the fellas to get involved. So we invite the fellas out because we want to know what y'all think too. Because we're going to be asking y'all some questions. Um, okay. Adult questions like, what make it good? I mean, okay. what you know? We want to know. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, can 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 a woman be taught to be good, or is it so. something that you I expect her so. to yeah. already know when she get there? Right. Yeah. 
we're going to be talking. These are going to be mm-hmm. some adult topics, and we're going to put it out there because we need our community to start talking. We will be yeah, talking about true. some innovative new things that's coming out on the market um, for men and women, like women have a um, cup which they use that time of the month. Instead of using pads and tampons, it's the cup. Then you stick up there and it catches all the stuff. And it so you don't have to, you know, it's bio-friendly. Wow. So there are a lot of things that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, that's something I never knew. Exactly, see? So we hope you can come out, Keith, and I don't know if you're married or not, but if you are or if you have a significant other, other, please bring her along. Um, it's going to be for everybody, and we're going to get to talking, and we're going to hope that this takes off. Um, it's a free event; you don't have to pay anything. You just gonna come out, and we're gonna chop it up, and we're gonna have a good time. That sounds like a good plan. All right. So one more time, Keith, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, uh, Webmaster KB at Outlook dot com. W E B M A S T E R K B at Outlook dot com. And just a just all a little right. shameless plug, real quick before uh-huh. I go. If anybody needs Absolutely. websites or By IT work, uh, we do a wonderful job. We have web developers, SEO specialists, computer repair, the whole nine, Baltimore based, black owned, and product of City College High School. All right. City forever. Fight on to victory. My album. That's mind. right. That's right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Keith, for coming on and extending all of your knowledge to us and helping us save some money, invest some money, and get started. So, again, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And I will be keeping in touch with you and keeping Please you do. informed of what we got coming down the pipe. All right. I appreciate it. I had a good time. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right. Have a good night, y'all. You too. Thank you guys for listening to the show tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you as always. To my family and friends who have been listening since day one, I thank you. And I hope you go on to the next level with me to start a new journey with me. Um, For those of you who just started listening, thank you. And I hope you enjoyed the show. And I hope you will continue to follow me on Facebook, Stacey L. Ferguson, or Make Me Feel It Radio. Subscribe to my YouTube page, which is Make Me Feel It Radio, or Stacey L. Ferguson, and see what I got coming up the pipe. And May the 19th, you'll actually get to see me live and see how we cut up and have a good time. So, again, thank you for coming out. Do something for me this week. Do me a favor this week. Before you love somebody else, love yourself. Find out what you like. Find out what makes you tick. Find out what you don't like. Find out the things that you just like, eh, that might not be for me. Because the more you find out about yourself, the more that you will understand other people and how and their relationship to you. Love yourself, guys. Find out about yourself. Be in tune with yourself. Allow yourself to smile. Allow yourself to love. Allow yourself to be overcome with the universe. 
smile at someone this week. Say hi to someone that you wouldn't normally say hi to. Be the person that you want people to be to you. Those are my words of wisdom for this week. I hope you enjoy it. Next Sunday is Easter. For those who believe in the Easter season, be blessed. For everyone else, have a good one. I send mad vibes out into the universe for you and your happiness and your successfulness and your being one with yourself and loving yourself. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in, and I hope you keep me posted on things that you guys have going on. You can tag me on Facebook, subscribe to my email, subscribe to my YouTube, and I hope you follow me and stay invested in my dreams and the things that I have going on. So thanks again for listening, guys. Make me, make me, make me.